Shirt Show. All right, let's go. Shirt Show! Talking Shirt! Shirt Show! Talking Shirt! Shirt Show! Talking Shirt! Shirt Show! Shirt Episode 167 of Shirt Show. We're doing a live Q&A at Shirt Show Summer Camp 2023. Let's go! There he is. Look at that cute guy. Hey, Boo. Hey. How, uh, how's the mowing going? You got some crisp lines on, over there? I'm on yard two. Now I'm <laughs> headed to yard three. Wow. Yeah, that's like the best day ever. Yeah, it's been pretty great. It's like it's like 74 outside, sunny, cartoon clouds. I've been mowing and weed eating and drinking. I have iced tea in the cup holder on my lawnmower. Oh. Dude, chef's kiss. Living the dream. I know. Well, I also, uh, have, I also have a smaller beard. Oh, I trimmed didn't it, notice trimmed that. Trimmed it way yeah. down. Yeah. Let's get a close-up. Can we zoom in on that? For, can we see a little closer? You want, you want to get in on this? Oh, there it is. Check this oh, shit okay. out, too. I got grays coming in right here, and it just looks Bro. like I have boogers. <laughs> it just looks like I have dried. Oh, like those little snot boogers uh, yeah. running down. Yeah, yeah, like like I'm a fucking three year old. Mm-hmm. Well, basically, are that's okay. Basically, um, yeah. So, hey, why don't we just let's stretch a little of Frank and talk about our partners, and then we'll talk about camp. Does that sound okay? Sure. Wow. God, she caught me off guard there. Yeah, sorry. Wasn't expecting that. That was it's a nice surprise. I'm fucking I'm in a good mood, dude. Yeah, I mean, I need to call you mid-mo, I think, mm. all the time. Then it's, I'm there's not as much blood in my brain because it's in other parts <laughs> of my body. So I, you might not get a coherent sentence. We're talking about the same thing. Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, it all starts with a screen, and whether it's new stretches or restretches, Frank and his team do it the best. To find out more, go to graphicscreenfashion.com, F-F-F-F-F-F-Rank.com. I think that was might have been six there, but people know. Or greatfuckingscreens.com. Cleaning screens is no fun, but easy way makes it way more fun. Or their line of eco-friendly chemicals... We'll make wee 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 we'll make, screens. <laughs> we'll make wee 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 all the way home. That's right. Easy way. <laughs> it's, it's the easiest way. <laughs> Choosing the right emulsion for your shop is complicated, and that's why we love Chromaline. Go to chromaline.com to watch Kev's vids or contact him on Instagram at the emulsion guru and get the answers you need fast. Ooh, you added that other word in there. I like it. Mm. If you or your art department could use some love, then you need to go to 1-900-HOTSTUFF.COM and get in touch with Nick or Lucas. Or Nick or Lucas. At Graphic Source and let them run your art department so you can focus on running your business. I got it right that time. Good job. Proud of myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. So if you're not using DTF or screen print transfers in your shop, then you're a loser. I feel sorry no. for you. You're a fucking moron. That's right. We have partnered with Howard Custom Transfers to get you the transfer you need fast. Check them out yes. at howardct.com. Hell yeah, brother. Boom. Got it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Okay, chill. Let's just chill. Let's breathe a yeah. little bit. How's your uh, How's your day, man? The, the, it's going to be hot there? 
Oh yeah. So I woke up to no AC, um, like the furnace. So it was blowing air out of the registers. Right. But mm -hmm. it's not cold air. And I'm like, uh Oh, because there's a heat advisory here through Thursday, today's Saturday, all the it's way through gross. Thursday It's supposed to be hundred degrees and we don't have AC. So we're on a plan though. Well, you, you okay? Yeah. We're on a plan. Did you know that? What's that my mean? house? So like I, um, I, what does it mean? I don't know, but I have a, a deal <laughs> with, uh, our, uh, an AC, an HVAC company where they right. service our AC twice a year, spring, fall. So you have like a service agreement. Yes. And if you have that service agreement, then, uh, like they came out on a Saturday, they were there within two hours, right? fixed it. It was a capacitor. It's, it's like you hit your life alert button. Um, what's that? Life alert? You know, what, know. you know what life alert is. Hmm. is it like an emergency thing? It's the necklace that old people wear where it just has a call button on it and it basically calls 911 if they fall over. Oh, that? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know. I don't remember. You ever see the commercial know. on TV where it's like an old lady fucking like yeah. falling over like this and then she's just like life alert. I didn't know the name of it. I don't pay attention. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so we, it actually, and he turned out to be like the coolest dude. We're friends now um nice we have you guys have, are we you guys are chill <laughs> get it because he's an ac guy <laughs> <laughs> i didn't get it like because i was i was i saw the look on your face and i'm like what do you mean i had to push up my glasses <laughs> yeah we're chill um nice okay so <laughs> that's that cool Got my new boxes in this week. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. See? Look at that. Look at that. Look at that fancy thing. I can't show you because it's too close. It's really nice. Yeah, they're sweet. I love, love, love. What are you doing? I'm trying to move some shit so I can show you. Okay, okay. Just like all over print. Yeah, I love it. So um, you ordered me some, right? Yep. Thank you. You're welcome. They're pretty sweet. It's been a long time coming, uh, finding the right place that can do them. The nice thing about these boxes, though, is they're multi-depth. Oh, yeah. So... You have um, 99 different choice depth choices. Yes, 999 choices. Uh, I did use one company. They were great. Uh, they just had an issue with printing over the multi-depth. So we kind of didn't do that. And it kind of was a little bit of a bummer. And then uh, Josh Lancaster. Uh, Lancaster, sorry. Um, hooked me up with this guy and uh they're right out of syracuse so they're real close by oh no and kidding they they did a fucking bang up job and they're awesome so i'm still like it yeah yeah so i need to order some of those so i need your help maybe okay. next week okay uh, and then tc made us these hell yeah me and you hot dogs just me just you you're covering my face up but there's you oh there's the real money shot right there Yep. Cool. I'll add them to the store that we need to redo. People can pick them up. 
Yeah. So camp, yeah, it's over. We did it. Yep, never again. <laughs> no, we're going to have one next week, I think, right? So Yeah. I mean, we got the formula now. Mm-hmm. It was a great time. It really was. I was stoked on it. Um, you did such a bang-up job putting it all together, and your shop looked awesome and amazing and clean, and the dinners were great and uh, the vibes were great everyone was in a good mood and uh, it was just fucking it was a good time like in all honesty it was like i know it was our thing but like i feel like in general just the vibe from everybody was like a cool like we just hung out and had a good time and we learned a bunch of shit you know like i brought bill and like he took notes and um he had a good time and you know learned from ray and kevin and alex and Howard Frank? and everything like Frank. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. Like it was a really good time in my opinion. Yeah, I want to, yeah, I want to thank all of, well, first of all, I guess everybody that came, it was great seeing them and thanks for supporting us. And thank you for, thank you to our partners for coming down and mm-hmm. sharing knowledge because that's all they did. They had to do it six times, you know, because we had six stations and every 40 minutes, mm-hmm. you know, they started over and I know what that's like because I did six shop tours yeah um and each one was different for me which was great because i just did sort of a different version and people asked questions and that was that was awesome and thanks for everyone that helped like put this together you know like from my team from your team christina joanne yeah christina joanne um what uh michael and trinity helped out a lot too he did a lot of running around uh what else do we got? I mean, Kyle helped out a shitload. Oh my gosh. Um, uh, Alex. TC with the a, stickers. Uh, I know. And then John made us John a giant banner, banner we were, that yeah. we never used because we were going to cut out our faces so that you could, that anybody could get their picture. We still can. We can do it, I guess. Some <laughs> we'll just day. bring it to Long Beach. Yeah. But, but thanks everyone because yeah. everyone you know, pulled it together. It's great. Yeah, couldn't have done it without everybody. It was a a collaboration is that a good word you did you did a lot of it at least three percent i would say yeah probably i helped out where i could but this was this was andy's brainchild so thank you what uh what was your favorite part what was my favorite part i snuggles yes definitely nuggles um i mean of actual camp i think it was cool just walking around like i didn't do the actual like you did one thing all day like i kind of walked around and helped out and i grilled a shitload of hot dogs dude you did and by the way Um, we forgot the hot dogs so we got them at costco and then forgot them at my house in the fridge that morning and joanne came up to me at like 11 30 and said hey because i was on a tour and she's like hey hey uh, i think we forgot the hot dogs and so she like booked it mm -hmm. home and then you had the grill ready, like hot and ready. Mm-hmm. Charcoal was going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we made hot dogs and it was, that was fun going outside, cooking for everybody. It was a good time. Um, I think just bouncing in and out of all the sessions was cool to do and see people. And I, I mean, I really enjoy the afters. So like the dinners and hanging out with people and all that stuff. But yeah, it was kind of a blur, but I know. It was a good time. Hmm. We, I hope that we get to do more of these. I mean, we'll have to think of topics and what to do and what to say. And 
But I think now that we kind of have a little bit of a formula of what to do and what not to do and how right. to do it, we should do more. Yeah, we're sending out a questionnaire. Um, if you're listening and you were at camp, you're going to receive this questionnaire on how we did and what we could do better. And um, be we'll honest, please. Yeah, we'll we'll take some notes and then um, we'll do it again some other time. Yeah, because for us, this is something that we want to do for all of us. Like, it's not like we made money. We just wanted to do it. So if you have an actual opinion of like, hey, this would make this better, mm. let us know. Like, yeah, we lost money, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so. I thought for a minute we were going to clear a couple hundred. And then I forgot the pins that, uh, you know, where oh, I took it home. Forgot the pins. Um, oh, and Panera in the morning yeah. to plug in. We wanted to make sure like dinners were cool. Mm -hmm. We wanted to make sure everybody had a great time and the experience was good. Again, this wasn't like a, let's do this thing and make a bunch of money. It's not what this was for. This was for how to make the best white prints and hang out mm -hmm. with our friends. I think that's it. So we had, yeah, we recorded an episode while we were at the at the very end. And yeah. um, that's going to happen. We'll hit play on that one right now. I don't know. You should have done it at the same time. We could have done like this. Right. And then, oh, wait. Meow. It's going to happen <laughs> right now. So we're not going to put you through like a, a long show today. We've, we've done uh, a whole bunch of talking and so have you. And we don't make you sit there for too long. But we thought we'd do a wrap up and a Q&A. Um, but also thank our sponsors uh, for being here and sharing all of their information. Of course, we have uh, we had Frank here and his son. They drove all the way down from Chicago, hung out here and talked about um, frames and thread and things like that. Who else did we have? Uh, we had Kenny and Jody drove, what, seven hours to be here? Got stuck, stuck in, in traffic. traffic. Yeah, mm -hmm. from Howard. So thank you. Thank you, guys. Uh, we had what Kevin he's cool I guess um, oh yeah <laughs> he brought all sorts of uh, I guess fancy tools and I didn't get a chance to go in there but I, I wanted to I peeked in there once or twice but it looked pretty cool he had the most to talk about because I had to always go in and tell him fucking wrap it up let's go <laughs> <laughs> um, if you ever need more info he's 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 Kev's, all over the Kev's internet vids. yeah Kev's vids Alex over there what did he do? Alex. 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 The best part about Alex was he called both of us the other day and we were like, so are you prepared? And he's like, fuck no. And then uh, basically he did what he does best. He showed up and he just talked to everybody and had zero issues. It was flawless perfectly all day, right? Yeah, there you go. Uh, SNS, they provided all of the shirts, uh, tote bags, hats. Yeah. Gil uh, Gildan also sent us a bunch of shirts, so thank you to them. Graphic Source did the art. Um, they did us in a hot dog, and they did flyer stuff and anything graphic-wise. Yeah, I think I think that's it, right? So thank you Kyle all. Kyle for, for the beer. Where's he at? And uh, and everything else, helping Kevin and setting up the charcoal for me. I mean, my team. I can't believe it. I. I would suppose uh, you could easily say for the past six weeks we've been prepping for this. Um, 
some days, no other days we were working on other, you know, like various things. And then it got to the point probably two weeks out where I was like, oh no, like we're definitely not ready. Um, but they stepped up huge and, and killed it because I know there was like a couple, like maybe two days ago or a day ago, I started to like overload and, and questions and people would come to you, Andy, you know, what do you think? Should we have like the cooler over there? What I was like, I don't know. Like whatever you think is, is right, let's just do that. And so that's all them. So like all that stuff is them. I know that uh, Joe and I, um, Joe Joe and I at about eight o'clock, no, seven, whatever it was, um, a couple of nights ago, say, hey, we got to go buy hot dogs. I'm going to go to Costco. We're going to load up. And she was chirping. Thank you, um, night owls. And so Eric and Val sent, you know what chirping is? Uh, so it ha what is it exactly? <laughs> so yeah, chirp wheels, they're like round. You can put them in the, there's all different sizes he sent me. You can put them in the back of your neck, the back of your it's back. Called, it's called chirping? <laughs> yeah, I know it sounds weird. <laughs> Uh, but it feels really good. And so Joanne does that every single night and, and I interrupted her mid chirp and I was like, look, we've got to go to Costco. They close it, whatever. Um, <laughs> it's special time for Andy and Joanne. It's code word for something. You ought to but, go in the bedroom and chirp. <laughs> um, what was I saying? <laughs> Uh, but like, look, we got to go buy like 150 hot dogs. Let's go. And not, not only that, a bunch of waters. And she doesn't let me pick up that kind of heavy stuff, which feels really weird, but um, she, she doesn't let me do it. So we went, too so we much, go too much wiener for you. So we went over to Costco and uh, loaded up, brought them here. And that, no, 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 we didn't bring them here. We woke up this morning and I was like, we gotta go. We gotta you forgot them last night. We were talking about them at dinner yeah. and you were like, oh, we forgot to bring the hot dogs. And then I literally thought this morning, there, there's no fucking way they would forget the hot dogs. Here's why. So I get a text, <laughs> I get a text from Alex at six whatever and he said, hey, they're, they're getting ready to tear up the front drive. They've orange painted it off and they're gonna tear up her entire, there's like a whole crew here and they're tearing up the driveway, no parking today. And I said, that, ha ha, you know, that's great. It's funny, it's everything, it's a joke. But no, he said, for real. And so they said they checked Google and were closed on Saturdays. Of course they could do it, right? And so anyway, he said, well, we're open every other Saturday. You know, so you guys got it wrong. On the fly. And so he said that he told that to the guy, the one guy, like the foreman, he said, hey, um, we, we can't do it today. And then he told the crew and the crew went, woo, whatever. <laughs> and they were paid for eight hours and went home. So yeah. That happened. So you forgot the hot dogs. Oh yeah, long story short, short story long. We forgot the hot dogs, Joanne drove home and got them. Mm. Um, so I don't know, I thought we would do uh, a Q&A. So like what we maybe talked about today, learned today. We uh, hope you guys have questions because nobody's gonna wanna raise their hand. Yeah, I mean, if you have any questions, we'll try and answer them. If we can't, then we'll We'll turn to the uh, the pros that came down and and helped. Um, maybe before we get started, I'll mention my if I can remember them, because my brain's kind of fried. But there's like these five truths. I talked about a couple of them as we were uh, walking through on the tours, and maybe some of the people on presses and stuff like that they were sharing those too. But the five truths I thought of in our pursuit of how to print a better white that we've learned. Um, we shared most of them today. And the first one is the turnabout because um, 
we thought it was important that at all times our ink was the same. Like there's so many variables. What was it? LogoDaddy just said they were trying to count them up. They came with 500 and whatever it was. There's a lot of variables. And so why not eliminate one of them by always at all times, whether it is uh, cold out, hot out, um, whatever the barometric pressure is, if that matters, like all of those things. Um, we always have a, a five of white sitting on our turnabout so that we can walk over to it. If we're mid-run, run out of white ink, we walk over, put it on our screen, it's the same white. We don't have to worry about you know, slowing down our squeegee and trying to get it to mix up. So the turnabout is one of those truths. Next thing is thin thread. Um, a lot of you saw thin thread over there if you've never used it. I know in your, when we filled out that, uh, the survey, a lot of you do use thin thread, at least for your underbase. And so that's what we would, I always would recommend is if you're not going to invest in thin, uh, thin thread for 230s, 180s, all that kind of stuff, at least for your underbase. Um, or at least call Frank and get a sample pack and try it. Do your own testing. That's what I did. You know, like we didn't buy 500 of them all, all of a sudden. I just called them. And uh, I said, I, I need to try this because we don't want to go to retentionables. We, don't, we, we like the idea of wide open mesh. And, and I talked about this with Ray because a lot of people would get that similar result with retentionables by stretching your mesh further apart to get the, your holes a little bit bigger. Yeah. But we liked the idea of, uh, of our static frames. Um, easier to clean, cheaper, easier to handle. Um, uh, with our, um, Frank uses mainly, mainly, mainly hydro. And so not S-mesh, right? Maybe the 180 is different. I can't remember. Um, but it's, it's mainly hydro. And um, we, just, we just fell in love with it. We were able to do so many things. So there's like that, that graphic over there that we can you know, print with a single stroke, and we can print faster, and we can um, reduce our pressure. I saw a shop recently that had a bug sprayer filled with water at the end of their dryer as the shirts came off, and they were spraying every shirt to get the pressure mark out. I was like, how, how inefficient is that? You know, you want to want to just back off your pressure instead of putting, you know, a Band-Aid on a wrong problem. And so, um, I don't know, you can do a lot of things with thin thread, and we highly recommend it. And if you haven't ever tried it, just buy a pack, a sample pack, or maybe he'd even give you 100. Is always, that right? Always be testing. Always be testing. Um, the next thing's EOM. So the number three truth that we uh, found on our how to print a better white journey was emulsion over mesh. And we never knew what ours was. So like we guessed, we put our finger across it and say, oh, it feels pretty good. Shh. Uh, but <laughs> Too easy. Uh, and so um, Frank, there's, there, there, there you go again. So we didn't, we couldn't invest in a, in a meter uh, at a time, at that time, and so Frank sent me his, and um, we we tested everything, and we 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 tried to determine uh, where we were on what mesh, and we found out all sorts of things we didn't know. People DM uh, me all the time, and they say, Andy, what? How do you coach your screens? One one? I say, I, and that doesn't. I can't even answer that because too many variables. Too many variables. Like Kevin will tell you, he's over here somewhere. He'll he'll tell you that you know. If you have 50% solids, that means 50% of your emulsion is water. And what's on your screen at the end of it when it's dry? I don't know. So uh, the fourth thing is our 629062. We gave that, I think, you one of those. Most people got one. If you haven't, we have some somewhere. We bought them for you. Those weren't given. 
so we bought them just because we thought that that was part of the secret sauce, and if you're not using that, you should be. Last thing is the roller. <clears throat> I mean, there's better options. You have Which there. we have one to give away. We forgot about that. Eric over at Action, I asked him for those squeegees, and he goes, anybody can buy those. So whoever like has me. the best question gets it. Deal? It's a kit, so it's not just the roller. It's the ro roller squeegee, the frame, and the Teflon. We have one to ship anywhere except for Australia. Where you at? <laughs> um, so his answer is going to be wrong. <laughs> um, by the way, oh my gosh. So isn't that the raddest thing you've ever heard? This guy flies from Australia. Super disappointed. Look at his face. <laughs> he he, he, he uh, messaged me saying, hey, where, where do you think I should? I'm landing in Chicago. Where should I go? I said the bean and also nick wood knows this really crazy disco he took us to like at one in the morning where's that <laughs> um <laughs> and um and then he he says i'm gonna take the andy i'm gonna take the bus to st louis i'm like no you're not <laughs> you will be stabbed <laughs> um so yeah he took the train was it pretty was it a beautiful train ride yes <laughs> Said he hates America. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been to America before? Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ever coming back? I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm. The next time I came. I'll be here for it. One day too many. So we all got to make sure that we have a great time. Tonight we have to go wild. Oh. Yeah. What are we forgetting? Next question. Oh, yeah, next question. Uh, I just need one shirt printed, but once I get it, I'll have a really big order coming up. Can you guys do that for me? Dylan does. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Andy. <laughs> yeah, Howard can help you out. Call Candy, she'll do it. I mean, that is true. So we, what's our minimum? 25. One. I mean, for D is it still 25 for DTF? Not with a gang sheet. We need to change that. Because, uh, you know, I, I think that there is something to be said for that, for sure. Well, that was our whole thing, was that we had, we had all these people that come to us all the time for all these 10, 12, 14 color prints. And then sometimes when they only need 25 pieces, 50 pieces, we kept telling them, no, no, no. They had to get 100, 200 pieces, whatever. And then when we got really comfortable with uh, DTF and all that stuff, we started saying yes to everybody. And then we kept those customers and... Gain new ones. So, Tyler. What's the biggest difference you've seen? I noticed you switched away from using the hotheads and going back to roller squeegees. What's the What's the change there? What's the biggest difference for you? You got. You got to re-ask his questions. So people that are listening. Uh, TC asked, "What's the biggest difference we noticed going from? We used to have a hothead, just one, and then we went back to a roller squeegee. And I would say that we never got good at the hothead." I don't know that we like really gave it a fair chance. So I think we got it. Uh, 2021 was the busiest year we've ever had. And then we installed the hothead and we're like trying to figure it out. And we're just like at a certain point just said, forget it. We got, we're just too busy to figure this out. I think that um, our struggle with it was it, um, we never figured out how to get it to not slightly move the garment, you know? And so, um, 
we messed up a couple jobs and said we don't have time or money for this right now. Um, I think, Dylan, you use them, though. We use them a lot. Uh, it works on some garments, doesn't work on others. We had a lot of issues with things that had some, I don't know, some distance on it where it would, the garment would move enough. Like a t-shirt, it was totally fine, but anything fleece, we always had a little bit of an issue. But for us, the best part about it was just like pre-ironing or, you know, pre-shrinking the garment before we printed on it. But we have four of them, three or four of them, I think, and we took them all down. So the newest thing is to try out stamps um, just because it's straight down, straight back up. But the roller's great. Uh, pretty much anything you can use as a tool to mat down all those fibers has been, you should try, try all of them. I think as far as your question, as far as the bright white, we get it right most of the time. I think certain garments come through and we're probably all a little disappointed and we have options. We can send it around again. Sometimes we do. Um, but those are tough choices because, okay, well, we're going to send it around again, but then we're going to stack it up a little too thick. It's going to feel more plasticky. Uh, we're going to lose detail potentially, and we don't want that. And so you, you have to weigh, like, what customer is it? What would they want? You know, what are they, what are they looking for in the, in the result? And so... Well, there was something uh, that we were just, me and Bill were talking with Ray about over here was the, the pressures and the, the angle of the squeegee and not flexing it too much and all those things. All those variables matter. So there was two shirts he was showing and the detail between my logo and Andy's logo with the too much pressure and not enough pressure was night and day difference. But does your customer know, do you know, can you sleep with, you know, at night knowing that you sent them with everything smashed out or not? So I think it's just a quality issue, especially nowadays there's so much competition so many different things. Do you just want to send out shit or do you want to send out the best possible thing you can? So mm. I think us as business owners being in somewhere like this, I think everybody here wants to have the best possible thing. They don't want to settle. So I mentioned this to one uh, on one of the tours I gave, and that is I think that sometimes our quality control, um, maybe they're hesitant, you know, to, to say that, wait, this isn't quite good enough to the press op. You know, they're going to hold up a press. It's, you know, we're ready to go. And now all of a sudden we're going to say, hey, this doesn't look quite right. And, um, you know, most of the time the, the press op is, uh, well, they have to take that criticism constructively and not get offended and, you know, like, hey, my shit looks great. What are you talking about? You know, and so um, that's sometimes really hard. And I, I always tell that quality control person that, do you want to be known as the person that has very high standards and they better send a good test print down the dryer or they know it's going to get rejected and be known for that? Or do you want to be the person that's known for, ah, it'll be fine, they don't care. And so they always choose high standard. And so, um, and in the end, that press op knows that um, that's a good thing. Even if they're having a bad day, they know that, they're, that they're, their prints need to look good. So, I mean, that's why I choose. I know that a lot of times. Like, I try to stay out. Uh, if I walk by a dryer and I see the white isn't great or whatever it is, if it's slightly bad, most of the time I say nothing um, because that's not my, my job. I'm then 
micromanaging maybe. I'm getting in the way. Uh, Kasperian always says, says you're putting your finger in the fan. Uh, it hurts and it slows things down. Why is that? I should be worrying about all kinds of other stuff. There's a big problem if I'm out like, criticizing some shirt that's coming down the dryer. And most, most jobs look great. And so all of a sudden I'm going to come and like say that doesn't look good. That's like a terrible, I think that's not a very good leader. You know, and, unless I'm constantly pointing out all of our successes. And so it's a tough, it's a fine line. I mean, I'm saying this and some of, a lot of these people are here right now. And I don't know um, how they feel necessarily, but I try. I always try to get that right. Um, my best anyway. I think that's something I always struggle with too. And like Bill's here and he knows is like, they bring something out from the shop to get approved. And I know instantly when I first look at it, it's like, oh, I really don't like the way this looks or I don't like the detail on this or whatever. But do you just swallow it and say, yeah, it looks, it's okay, it's passable? Or do you reburn a screen or do you remix the ink or do you something like that? I think we as owners have to, and management have to be like, no, fuck it, let's stop, let's do it right the first time and get it out. I and mean, we had the discussion yesterday here about <laughs> shirt we were going to do, and it was like... Yeah, it was 3 o'clock, and we had uh, that Thixotropic halftone going down that side, didn't look so great. And it was like, oh, we did that on purpose. You know, like it was supposed to be like that. We'll tell everybody that it was supposed to be, that's we're demonstrating how this could look not so great. And Dylan's like, you can tell that to everybody? Well, then I guess that's fine. They're all just going to think your shirt looks like shit. Like. <laughs> I mean, the customer would have loved it, but then we have hypercritical printers coming through and looking at that and saying, well, sure, I don't really know what the fuck they're doing. You know, and so we tore out screens, made new screens, and uh, I guess... We did the right thing. Did the right thing. Um, Next yeah. question. Anybody? He asked, basically, is like, do you have to be super gentle with InThread, basically, is your question? Yeah, I mean, you're, you have a team super much first. Right. Mm -hmm. I think they are a little more fragile just because of what they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not like that. It's not. We didn't really do much to change. I mean, we also weren't super crazy aggressive towards the screens, but, I mean, they night and day difference print wise everybody was on board because the prints looked better less passes stuff like that so i think as long as you're not crazy and throwing them around and you know dropping squeegees and foam bars on them every day then you'll be fine it's not i feel like there is that stigma with a lot of people of like oh if i t look at it just right or wrong or whatever the screen's gonna pop it's like we might pop a little more than usual but not not anything to be scared of as far as getting screens do you want to hang out here? <laughs> he asked, uh, what is the incentive to keep our shop so clean? Um, Being proud of where you work? Yeah, I think everybody likes working in uh, a cleaner environment. One of my first jobs in, in high school, I was outbound sales. And I would call these poor people and try and sell them some, court, some sort of like uh, travel service. <clears throat> and we had to show up at that job in a suit and tie. And I'm like, well, they're on the phone. Like, well, they don't even see me. What are you talking about? And so um, I think it's just a feeling you get when you're working in an environment that's clean, you know? And like I said earlier, we give tours. And so um, I have Girl Scouts coming through here. I have. Um, classes we have linen linen yeah, didn't you say last time the girl scouts were here they were like getting yeah, sent Kyle, to the dryer Kyle let them climb through our dryer and was like this will be a fun ride 
And so, uh, you know, um, I think we're giving tours and like I said, well, like, so I started off our, the tour saying that we're wide open. There's not a wall. You can see the back of the shop and um, there are lots of other shops to go to. And so when you walk in here and you're getting ready to spend money, uh, I want you to be confident that you're going to get some quality art and some quality, I don't know, service. Your shirts and aren't going to be dirty or linty. Shirts aren't going to be dirty. We did, however, send some shirts to Texas one time, long time ago, and it had glow-in-the-dark ink on it, and they said it smelled like urine. So I don't know what, what happened, what we did wrong there. But um, uh, <laughs> that was the worst complaint of our of our odor uh, we've ever had. It does smell like piss in here. <laughs> I just think it's one of those things like pick up after yourself. Like we don't have to have dirty shops. Our shop isn't always this clean. Yeah, we do keep a clean shop. We shut down production for two days um, and did an extra special cleaning. I think that our shop has been this clean in certain departments at certain times, but as a whole, we all just, you know, went pretty crazy and cleaned it all up. Yeah, but I've been here a few times. It's a very clean shop. Um, I think that uh, having a dirty shop slows you down. Also, I mean, drop a shirt on the ground, there's fuzz all, all over it. Don't you hate when you go and you grab a, a print head or a prox and you want to slide it and there's ink all over it? And then, oh, shit, now you got to wash your hand. And I used to have the driest hands in the industry uh, because I washed my hands so much. Um, now I have the softest hands, apparently, I'm told. Um, Very nice. I guess I don't print as much anymore. All right. Best shop hack we've ever heard. Baby wipes is my number one. Baby wipes. I don't know. There's been a million of them. I really, I wasn't kinetic. Had the in inner pocket oh, yeah. reverse fold thing where you could print all the way in the pocket without doing anything weird. That one was my favorite. I haven't had to try that one yet, though. I think we stopped shop hacks maybe because nobody ago. had any yeah they started started saying oh i think it's already been said or whatever and so we kind of gave it up and moved on to other stuff but they are really interesting somebody um i think they ask us all the time hey can you catalog those and put them really alphabetically on an on a website and everything i'm like oh gee maybe somehow that'd be cool Dylan, that's on, dylan's got that go back and rewatch them all <laughs> yes sir i got a question so is this very small shop owner, I think that like from the beginning of your show, uh, I've gained just a ton of knowledge and I like look up to the both of you guys. And it's a really empowering experience. And so to me, from my perspective in a lot of ways that you guys have made it, you are at a really good place. Um, so I'm curious, as people who I feel like have made it, what do you look at? Like where do you look for inspiration? Yeah, I knew you fucking were gonna give it to me. <laughs> I don't ever feel that way. I never feel that way. I always feel like I am the dumbest guy in the room and I like to ask questions and I surround myself with smart ass people like Kevin and Frank and not so much Alex, but other people. Um <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not Andy. Um, 
but honestly, like stuff like this, like going to shows and visiting shops, I think the best thing that I ever did was traveled and visited shops because everybody's always got the smallest, stupidest, littlest thing. Like even today, all you hear, you probably saw something that you took a photo of and were like, fuck, we, why haven't we been doing that? Like it's a million things like that constantly and doing the shirt show and all those things combined. It's like, I'm constantly seeing little ideas like even me being here, like I've been here a couple times, like over on the table, Andy has like a thing with patches on it that's up. And I, I was going to, in my room, just lay them down. And I was like, that's dumb. Why wouldn't I just do this? And it's like, it's just stupid stuff like that constantly that I pick up on or Instagram or something inspirational that has to do with screen printing that just constantly testing things or trying new things. So I don't ever feel like I've hit a spot where I'm like, I know everything about screen printing because I will never say that in a million years. Um, it's just surrounding myself with smarter people where I do have a question, I ask them, and I figure it out. So, um, For me, I think uh, I, I, I felt like I made it before the shirt show. You know, I have... <laughs> that, that sounds conceited. Um, but let me tell you why, and that is because I, ha I married my best friend. I have a shop that, um, that I can, at the end of the day, have enough left over... Uh, financially to buy a hot dog. And then uh, I go for a walk every evening and have a popsicle, sugar-free popsicle uh, with her. And uh, then I go to bed. And, and then you, you, what was it called? Don't ruin this, Dylan. You chirps. I'm, I'm trying to be, <laughs> I'm sharing my feelings right now. We just told everyone how you fucking made it. <laughs> well, okay, so people, when you said made it, I mean, when everybody I measures... Everybody measures success differently. I mean, some people have goals of, I want to make a billion dollars. And some people have goals of, I just want to, you know, go to a place and work with a team that is trying to do good things. And then uh, at the end of the day, go home, have dinner, um, chirp, uh, you know, I have. <laughs> um, chirp so hard next time I stay at your place. <laughs> And then, uh, you know, wake up and, and do it again. I mean, what's wrong with that? And so I am a minimalist, and I explained to a lot of you, a bougie minimalist. And so I like not very many things, but those things I like are very, very nice. And so that's all I need. You know, I don't need a whole lot of stuff. Um, I'm older now. When I was younger, I was like, I'm going to be the biggest shop on fucking earth. That's what my thought was. I was going to be, I was going to dominate. And then I got to a point uh, where I realized that's exactly what I didn't want. You know, it wasn't fun anymore. Like it was fun when I was, when I was smaller. And so we downsized, we actually got, I'm not, um, so much in space, but just in our team and how we, and our volume, like I said, 2021 was our record year. And I said, my gosh, we, I don't want to ever be bigger than this. this we is, say two presses or 10 presses and we both landed on three. We'll say three, you know, it's nice having that, that bonus press to, to throw stuff on or to, or to whatever. And so, so yeah. Does that answer? Thanks for the question. Yeah. Anybody? Not again. You don't get two. You show up late. You don't get fucking two <laughs> questions. <laughs> what happened today is your next question. I heard something about three in the morning. That's what I heard. Variables that we are trying to tackle in our own shops right now. 
Do you have any off the top? People. I think our biggest thing for years was I always had the mindset, and people who listen to the show will know from years ago that I was always the relaxed one, and my people ran everything, and everything was great and whatever. And then over the last year, we decided to grow up a little bit and put certain things in place. And then people of the old guard basically said, screw that, I want to do what I've been doing, and I don't like your rules. And that didn't fly with us. And uh, basically, Bill's here somewhere. I don't, don't see him. I don't know where he is. He's here somewhere. Has been putting all the pieces back together and making it a better place. So for me, it's been just becoming more... I wouldn't want to say professional, but HR and putting rules in place and guidelines for new hires and all those things. So that's been like our biggest thing. Production's been great. Everything, we have all the toys. I think it was, you know, we have everything we want as far as the shop and the, the tools. We just need to get people on the same page. Um, that's a good answer. I think that to give you something different, though, I would probably say... Um, I would probably say DTF for us because yeah. I think we need to get high color counts. Sure, we have a 14 color, subtract three flashes, three cools, turns into eight. Um, I think we need to get high color count stuff, even if it's 200 off our presses, because um, it's it just causes problems. You know, like I would rather go to DTF options uh, and we have been the problem is is getting um you know sales on the same page of and when to do that like the proper flow chart for that yeah that's been a problem for us recently too that's a that's one of our biggest bottlenecks is like i said we've been adding so much of it that heat press was always an afterthought it was always an add-on now it's not it's, it needs to be like its whole own department with its own scheduling its own everything and we haven't had that. We've always had our schedule on the top is like, oh, these need to be heat pressed. It's like, no, we need to have that as like a line item, as like an actual job that has to get done. And that's something that we are working on right now. I think that somebody who has that figured out well is Scott. Is he still here? Did he get the hell out of here? He's right there. I see his shine so, off his head. Um, he, he's in a, so a long, long time ago, we made a chat, just a group chat of some friends called the mild boys and he's in it and he's relentless about how many times he posts about the dtf i have to put it on what is that mute what is it called i had to block him almost but he, he's like uh always posting things um but they all make sense but he's the guy like if so we talked about making friends earlier he's a he's not only a good friend so to just like make friends to get his info but <laughs> He, uh, he knows a lot about... Um, Create your own support group. Yeah, DTF. And how many, how many do you think transfers are you running weekly? Uh, if I... I would probably have to go by the meter. But we're probably one to 300 meters a month. Meters. Right. It's a lot. That's the Australia guy knows what meters are, I think, right? <laughs> I think that's a foot or two. I don't know. What is that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's what impressive. What is metric? That's impressive. I mean, y you know, and also he has an auto. You know, it's two autos, yet he's running m hundreds of meters. Hundreds of, of thousands of feet, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it could wrap around the earth twice. Right. 
Wow. Um, so yeah, I, th I think that for us, we want to figure out, and Kyle will tell you, but he's torn. So Kyle is, uh, has a personality of, I want it. Printer die. We have 14 colors. Let's pull all the flashes out and flash in the offload and put 14 screens up because that sounds fucking fun. And let's do it. And then at the same time, when we do it, he's like, why do we do this? Like, this is, I, we don't have time for this production and let's see, yeah, DTF maybe is better. And so like, it's, it's, it's tough. Um, those are tough choices, but I'm, I am 100% sincere that I think, and everybody knows, like if you've been to I, uh, Long Beach or any of these shows, like it's, it's such, I can't even believe how fast it came. It's emerging still though, it's growing still. Uh, and the key is, uh, um, is to do it fast. And so we have two shuttle MEMs. It's not even the fastest. I mean, there's Carousel. Uh, Eric over here knows about that. Um, he, there's Carousel. Heat transfer presses. Scott, I think, maybe even has one or is designing one or doing His dad's making it yeah. or something. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it's a DIY thing. It's just like, how fast can you transfer? Um, can you transfer faster? I guess the question is, is if, let's say, you have 100 shirts, eight color, can you make eight screens, reg it out, print those shirts on your press faster than you can transfer 100 eight color transfers? And how close is the quality? And how close in the customer? Is it cool? We have a customer... Granted, it's a dispensary, but he, he, he requests DTF. He's like, that's all I want now. And it's a thousand colors or whatever it is, but it looks great. I'll be honest. I like screen printing more. I think we all do, but there's it's another tool in our tool belt mm -hmm. that makes sense for certain things. I agree. And as a screen printing purist, I think you say that, you know, because... You know, I started in my garage for like, this looks cool and this is fun. And so that's, maybe it's hard, maybe it's harder for me uh, to accept uh, some sort of different, uh, you know, method. But as a, as a shop and as a business owner, um, what makes sense and trying to keep stuff off your presses that are just slowing it down like a giant speed bump, and then maybe it makes more sense. John Logodetti. Depends on the customer. We actually- um, That's not a question. <laughs> it's common. Okay. I'm trying to win the role. We, uh, we just recently had a customer, with, and it was the same thing. It was a same process job. It was a pretty big one, like 250 pieces. We're like, man, the smaller presses were like, this is a customer. It was just this event they were doing. They need more color. I'm like, man, we don't have time to tackle this right now, so let's just do it in uh, DTF. And we did, and... Customer got the shirts, accepted the shirts, everything was fine, but some of the feedback we're getting is we don't really care for the shirts because it feels too patchy, you know what I mean? Because it was a, it was a large, a, a large back print, you know? So we're like, it just really depends on, that's what's hard, is it's scary, I like, think, to do that because, again, that customer, you have to, and we, we discussed with the customer first, you know, like, hey, we're going to do this digitally, so it's going to feel a little different, it's going to be more like this, but it's still, at the end of the day, then. Now I feel bad because I actually I just got that feedback today where he's like, yeah, I've been hearing that the customer wasn't really. Yeah, but there's, <laughs> you know? there's different things though. And Scott can talk about this too. As he's talking about in the chat is like negative space, right? Like yeah. in the artwork, yeah, taking it out where you can yeah, take it out throughout it. So it's not a giant patch yeah, yeah, yeah. and half toning certain hard. things or. Yeah, and just post-pressing with different materials. Did you do that by the way? What? Like a potato sack or whatever the hell. What is it? <laughs> Heavy linen <laughs> <laughs> or a potato sack, whatever. You guys don't have potato sacks? No. By the way, uh, Christina shows up at our house yesterday, the day before, 
with a present for, no, no, no. So she shows up and the present shows up on our doorstep and we open it up. It's a box, it's beautiful, like box. I thought like an apple box and there's gold foil and inside was a potato. And it, uh, I guess it was on Shark Tank. It had a picture of Joanne's art on it. And a picture of Joanne's art on it. Genius marketing. <laughs> so that's your guys' kink when you're twerping. What do you? What do they call chirping? It's not twerping. You're in a potato sack and you're chirping. You guys are fucking weird. Teach her own. Jeez. Yeah. What you got? So. Were we just talking about that at dinner with embroidery? Yeah, we walked into uh, uh, to dinner on Thursday, and to the left was an embroidery. We're like, oh my god, those are still around. Um, franchisable. Well, wasn't that your thing that you talked about that you wanted to have multiple? Yeah. I have a hard enough time running one. That's even people that have one shop that are like, I don't know if how I could do a second shift. To be like in the same fucking building, and you want to move another one in another state, and be like, let's figure it out. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't like the idea. I just think it would never be the same. You know, like how do you repeat what you've got going on and have that? And yeah, I guess franchise means that there's going to be somebody else buying it, and then you're going to give them your formula. But my formula, anybody's formula, that blueprint is different. You know, like if I gave you my my blueprint of how we, we became what we became. It won't work. Well, that's the other you. thing, too. We talked to, like, Culture Studio, and they were having one in Chicago and one in Florida. But, like, again, we were talking about dark. They were saying they had the exact same equipment and everything so they could have the exact same setup in other places. But, like, realistically, like, Kevin, aren't they going to have, like, different variables with heat and humidity and everything else? Like, the shop's going to have to run a little bit differently. You're gonna, your playbook in New York isn't going to be the same playbook in Florida. Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, over under for you guys. Um, over under is going to be to play off this question: how to exit as far as you can sell your business or your franchise. So the over under question is: do you have an exit exit plans in general, or, or or the future? Over underrated. Is selling it overrated or underrated or properly rated? Having an exit plan. I want to die in mine. <laughs> I want to get caught in the turnabout. <laughs> I want the fucking G3 to cut me in half. <laughs> I don't want to go through the dryer. I don't know, that sounds terrible. I just want to be fucking sliced in half. Bleed out on the floor. Um, my answer is I, th I think I'm getting of the age of where maybe it's, um, I'm considering like when that would be. But it would be early if I did it now. Um, most of the people I hear that do decide to retire early aren't very happy, you know, because 
Um, sure, this takes a toll, and I guess there's good days. Um, You're gonna and, miss the hustle and bad and days, but like it's action packed. You know, you come in here yeah. and there's stuff to do. So what do I do? Go, go home, and then like chirp, and then what else? Walk, popsicle walk, and I mean, what do I do? I just don't know what I would do. So at the same time, nobody's last words were I wish I would have worked more. So I don't know. Like, do you have the answer? Uh, no, because I look up to you guys. So I got to get to that <laughs> point first. I think that a lot of screen printers are different uh, um, um, type of entrepreneurs. I think that we started our shops, you know, because we were in a band or because um, we were artists or whatever that is, and we didn't start it like the typical um, way, you know, like oh well, the, we're, you know, like we're in business and we're here to make profits and we have an exit strategy. Here's my business plan, all that kind of stuff. Like I didn't have a business plan. I don't have a business plan. Never you know? have. That's, I don't advise against it, or or maybe I, I maybe I maybe I do like that because I don't like knowing what's next. You know, that's sort of fun. I mean, maybe does that make sense? I just think getting it to the point where you work on the business and not in the business, and then you can hand it off to a friend, or you run it until you die, or. I don't know. That's where I'm at. I'm at the point now where the shop basically can run itself without me so that I can do what I want to do. But I poke my nose in every so often and usually mess things up. But I wish it was an easy way. I wish that. <laughs> I mean, I've heard of um, I've heard of ways that you can sell it to your team like the everybody can buy it co-op. Like I just don't want to do anything else. They can have it, you know, and I can. I can be done, so I hate for it to go away. And you work next, so hard at something like this. Next question. Yeah. <laughs> and anybody in the back? This question is for Andy. What did you learn from having all of us here in your shop? And are there things that you're going to change or try when we all leave? It's like what he learned prepping for it? No, there's. What did you learn from us this week or this event? People poking holes at your shop. I mean, I didn't get a whole lot of that. I'm sure that I know that when, you, you know, this is a vulnerable spot because you're in here and you're going through and there's good things and bad things. Uh, but I'm okay with that because I also, I also know that. I don't claim to be, uh, this is like the best shop in the world. Um, and so... I think that I've never planned an event before. He did great, guys. Come um, on. <laughs> yeah. I had a lot of help, um, by the way, with that, but um, I've never done it before. We've been to a lot of them, and so, you know, you learn from being to, to, to them, and, and you want to take away some of those things you liked about that stuff. And so... I don't know, I think I learned, honestly, the thing I learned the most, and maybe this sounds cheesy, is that people here that helped me uh, really care. Like they, I couldn't have done all of this, you know, without um, all these people here, I just couldn't have. And so, yeah, I think that's probably the best answer is that they care even more than I thought, which is pretty kick-ass. Fuck no. <laughs>
What do you ask? Next question. What do you say? He said, are we going to upstate next? Why not? I've never even been. Yeah, see? Even Annie won't come. Never invited me. No, true friends. Exactly. I've been here like four times. Yeah. I say that we should just do like a, uh, like a lodge up in the Adirondacks and we all just hang out and snowboard and play in the woods and actual camp next time. And then we can go by upstate if you guys want. I don't care. But <laughs> yeah, we can hang out. We can go trash air, uh, Tony's place. Why don't you have lids on your plastisol meters? Lint on our plastisol? She said. She said, "Why don't you have lids?" Because of what you just said, lint on your plastisol. <laughs> we we love have getting lint on our on our. So why don't we? Um, we do on some. Which, uh, which, where don't we? What's, how do I answer this? It's Kyle's fault. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is Yeah, so I think... Um, we just praised his crew and then just fucking caught him down. <laughs> I mean, see, right there, exactly. Like, that's something that we can improve that we know we can. Um, there is, I think there are lids on a lot of them. Certain ones that we, we just go through so fast that I guess it just stays open. Because we use a superior ink where we don't necessarily need a lid. Is that what you, was that your answer? <laughs> was that a better answer? Okay, you're welcome. Next question. Nebraska, you got one? Oh. What have you learned from each other? Oh, Christina. Well, that's the reason that's the reason why we have this. That's the reason why you are you guys are here is because we we called and talked to each other about our problems and our issues and we help each other figure things out. I make him more of a heartwarming human being, and he makes me more of a hardened asshole businessman. Right, Andrew, yes. No, there's honestly a lot of things. There's a lot of things, like if I'm being totally honest, like we, we just talk things through, and I call him all the time, and I say, hey, I need advice. And then he'll call me and just talk to me about fucking walking or popsicles or something. I don't know. He never asked me for advice. But... Andy has given me a lot of really solid life advice, shop advice. There's a lot of things that we talk through. So, and then we decided to hit record and we're here. I think Dylan is way more go with the flow and I'm a different person outside of here. Um, when I leave, I'm, I'm just, a, I'm a little bit different. Like I'm, I'm way more chill here. I've, I've always like, I've got stuff to do. I'm answering questions. I'm taking guesses at questions, hoping they're right. Um, you know what that's like when you're just, you, you, there's a lot going on and you're trying to write an email and you inter get interrupted and then you got to answer. So I think that um, sometimes I, I in, as I aged, I didn't, I wasn't chill enough, if, if you want to call it, um, outside, of, outside of here, you know? And so hanging out with Dylan, 
Um, Dylan's very likable when we're out in public, and I'm less likable. And so I, and, and that's, that's just, just, I mean, that's, I mean, real talk here. And so um, I learned that, hey, I've just got to be a little more chill, and then maybe people, more people will like me. <laughs> Uh, and so, um, yeah, because I just like things. I'm an only child. I mean, that's all. I guess that's all I have to say. That's it. I mean, I was. I didn't have brothers or sisters, um, and so I was. I was kind of like I, I was used to getting things my own way. Sorry, Joanne. Um, and so, uh, learning having like this little brother, I guess, uh, helped me. Does that make sense? I love you. All right. Love you too. Okay. <laughs> This is more of a general statement for the shirt show. I personally would credit the shirt show with opening opening up communication in this industry that is not sales based. So when you go to a trade show, a trade show is very focused on showcasing equipment and things and services that are for sale. I personally feel that the shirt show has turned a new leaf for our industry which has historically been very cake uh, The old guard didn't want to talk about how anything was done or share any information, and the shirt show has completely reversed that. And I, I credit the shirt show with being responsible for, well, knowing any of you, number one, personally, and for the open sharing of information. Well, thank you, it wasn't that long ago in this industry, no one would be allowed to just openly walk through a shop. And I've stolen way more photographs of things in here than you could possibly. That's why you won't Thank you, Scott. That'd be pretty cool if we had a small percentage or anything to do with that. That's pretty cool. Thank you. I wouldn't know anybody. Me personally, uh, Frank from Pipe Listener Frank Hobbs. So it's your fault. Your fault. <laughs> I'm sorry we introduced you all to Christina. <laughs> yeah, you are. Uh, Frank and I went from college. I commented on Frank Hobbs' group. He was like, hey, are you I think that's been the number one thing that we hear from most people is that, oh, I was in this hard spot or I was going through this thing with sales or I was going through this thing with printing. And then I realized that everybody else is in the same boat and it gives me the courage to continue or to grow or I'm not just an idiot messing this up. I'm on the same page with everybody else. So. 
can also think a lot of people felt like a ton of presses and a ton of success. And getting enough shows of like two presses or ten presses, and I have like two presses. I think the industry dick measuring contest of what's your square footage and how many employees do you have that put that away um, has kind of gone away. You, you knew why that was happening. I think that's kind of gone away. I think the stigma of you know having the biggest shop and all that is kind of not as cool anymore. Um, do want to say thank you to everybody for coming. We didn't know what to expect. Um, we kind of threw this thing up on Instagram and said, hey, we want to do this camp. And all the tickets got bought in a day. So thank you to all of you. We'll debate after this if we want to do it again. Um, I would love to. Please tell us what you liked and didn't like so that we know what to do better next time. Um, but anything you want to say? Yeah, ditto all that. Thanks for coming. Um, I definitely met some new friends today, and that was our uh, number one reason for having this. We have at 7 o'clock a dinner, and that dinner is brought to you by our sponsors. You know, they decided that um, it would be cool if we didn't end right now. We actually went out and had a bite to eat because, you know, some of you came from Australia. And um, why not hang out just a little bit longer? And if you're sick of us, there's other spots. St. Louis has many, many restaurants, but we're going down to this one. It's on our uh, web site. Yeah. Can they find it's it a, this time? <laughs> it's easier. Yeah, this place is easier. Um, and also larger, and it's our private event space instead of uh, like a shared bar. Um, with lots really, of really food. good burgers from what I heard. Yeah. And also vegan, vegetarian options for those out there that have it. But I want that. So um, go back to the hotel, chill, take a nap. We'll see you at 7 o'clock. There's no bus. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody.